Talk Radio 191 FM podcast. That was Love in E Major by Joshua Moriarty. And do I have a pleasant surprise for everyone listening? Um, we actually have uh, Joshua on the phone right now um, to talk about his new solo album, Romantica, which is available now on any good platform. Um, Joshua might be known as the guitarist and vocalist from Miami Horror, but his solo work deserves just as much attention, if not more, especially if you're into complex, multi-instrumental flows that ooze with culturally sonic influences from the likes of Italy, Hawaii, France, and many more. A follow-up to his 2017 album, War Is Over, this one is more instrumental, but just as luscious, evoking the lights of um, Ennio Morricone, uh, Mancini, and while maintaining the modernity of bands like Chromio and Gotcha as well. It's perhaps unfair to compare Joshua, whose sound is a refreshing change in a market saturated with pop and funk bands. Um, it's awesome to, t- to talk to you, Josh. How are you today? Good, man. Thank you. That was very lovely. Uh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so where are you talking to us from right now? I'm in Melbourne at the moment. Oh, sweet, sweet. What's it like being um, a Kiwi over in the Australia pond in terms of like a sort of a creative environment? How do you find it? Man, I've been here so long now, I kind of don't even think about it so much anymore. I moved from Wellington to Melbourne far out, maybe 2003 or something like that. I feel like wow. I think I've been here about 16 years now. So I'm 36, when I'm 40... I would have spent 20 years in New Zealand, 20 years in Australia. So I'm kind of, yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't, I would, I'm definitely not Australian by any means. I don't <laughs> think like that. Like, you know, New Zealand is still home, obviously. But, um, in terms of that sort of thing, I just feel like I'm just another person living here, you know? <laughs> no, no, fair enough. I can appreciate that. Um, so, um, uh, so with Romantica and with War Is Over, uh, you've delved into your um, solo work. Um, how do you describe this sort of journey of, I guess, more self-expression that you've gone through with these two albums? Uh, yeah, I guess um, the first one, War Is Over, was sort of, I don't know, it was, it was like a continuation from Miami Horror and other sort of more electronic influences I suppose I still was a bit more into pop in a way or funk or something like that and I just kind of feel like I'm done with that for now and I just really want to at this point I don't know I just became obsessed with those old romantic periods like those compositions by those 50s composers and big strings and beautiful pianos and saxophones and everything from that era and I just kind of was listening only to that for the last three or so years so it just really had a a profound influence on me I guess and I just wanted to make a record like that the next I'm working on the new one now the follow-up to Romantica and it's more it's more in that classic realm as well but I've started singing again I just got tired of singing as well so much ego it feels like like, you know (laughs) lots of lyrics and words and you've got to sort of tell your story to people you've got to really make sure you've got something to say and I think at that point I didn't have anything to say with my voice I just wanted to do it all with I don't know with instruments and that's awesome I can I can really appreciate that it's um because there's just I guess there's so, there's so much work out there it can be easy to become slightly you know disenchanted with the more traditional um sort of pop genre and move in your own direction and sort of to speak on that, Romantica has been described as many things. Um, I, I read a couple of things that sort of describe it as seductive and intimate. But I mean, how would you describe um, your album? Yeah, interesting. I don't even. Uh, I think the title Romantica is enough. 
<laughs> basically. I think that sort of says it. It's the most apt title of anything I've ever come up with, I suppose. It's just supposed to be, yeah, romantic and, I don't know, like exotica and just to, just for something to, and just to be able to enjoy music, classic music and instruments and just things just to be beautiful and nice to listen to. It's supposed to be kind of devoid of ego or anything like that. Like, mm. what do I call it? A lot of music <laughs> might sound a little crass. I am a little crass. Fair but enough. it's sort of jizz-free. Like, some music, it feels like people are trying to come on you or fucking jizz on you or something. It's gross. And this is not that. It's supposed to be gentle, and it just sort of is in the in the background. It can be foreground if you want, but mm. you can take your time with it. It's not sort of trying to yell at you. That's fair. It's it, it's it, it's nuanced. It's not trying to jump in bed with you straight away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, with a lot of hip hop and a lot of rock and other things, it's just really, really intense. It feels like people are trying to they're yelling at you. Hmm. They're sort of <laughs> yeah. This is, <laughs> not yelling at you basically i think i was just tired of um being yelled at and maybe feeling like i was yelling at people too so i wanted mm. to just get away from that oh, fair enough i can i can i i can see that sort of you know that trajectory sort of taking form in the work i'd say um but i mean this this must be a strange experience for you i mean i'm sure you've been interviewed before but um your podcast sort of sees you um, the, your podcast from the bottom sort of sees you talking to artists from around the world about their style and influences. Does it feel a bit um, odd when you know when the roles switch and you and you're being asked questions? <laughs> yeah, a little bit actually. It's been a while. I mean, you know, we did we did a lot of interviews with Miami Horror, and a lot of them were terrible. So <laughs> that was kind of the reason why I started my podcast was just that. You know, on the odd occasion that we were interviewed by someone who actually had a genuine interest or sort of knew how to converse with musicians or just mm -hmm. had a bit more knowledge or something, I don't know what it was, or just, just sort of to be interested and had done their research. We really enjoyed that. So I wanted to interview people in that way because I know how good it felt. And, I, and I'm a curious person, I suppose. I like to talk to other artists and just see what their process are because it helps me and my you know, with how I deal with things or what it is I think that I'm doing or offering, you know, when I'm, when I'm making art. But yeah, to be interviewed myself, I haven't, um, hasn't been that much recently, so it is funny being asked these questions. No, no, fair. I can appreciate that. I mean, to be honest with you, I, when I was doing some research on you, I was listening to some of the podcasts and I kind of thought, well, oh, well, crap. I mean, I'm interviewing someone who is probably objectively better than I am at interviewing. So take notes while also asking questions, I think was a, was a play. <laughs> um, but so I, you... I don't think there's any better or worse. Than... <laughs> oh, thank you. you know, I mean, your research and just trying to be affable, I suppose, no. and conversational. That's really all people want to hear, I think, isn't it? Yeah, it's just like a chat, I suppose, but in like a you know an, yeah. an, an, an informed chat. No. Exactly. So, um, you you talked about sort of um the the sort of sonic shift from War Is Over to Romantica, um, and Romantica has definitely sort of built up your repertoire as like a more multifaceted, um, creative. But uh, are you thinking of tackling in the new album like a more specific sort of micro genre of what you've explored in Romantica, or are you just sort of going again for the instrumental sort of thing? Because there are some bands like Clipping, for example, where every album is like intensely focused on one tiny aspect of one genre rather than, you know, sort of the more open approach. Yeah, totally. I was kind of 
it was starting to I was writing a lot more songs with lyrics and emotions and feelings and then I put Romantica out and I had such a good response from you know my friends and from other just you know different people and people like yourself and that who would sort of seem to quite like it and I realized man you should probably continue in this with something that's sort of similar to what you've already done instead mm-hmm. of changing direction again completely and I think I also realized that I like that sound on Romantica as well I like compositional pieces and using those that sort of form of instrumentation and then I was suddenly writing these I don't know ballads or and I just was like ah dude you don't need to sing so much you don't need to <laughs> force your emotions onto people so I've sort of it's definitely changed direction from yeah where I was going so it's it's sort of more similar to Romantica I suppose but I'm singing but it's more singing like in an Elvis or Roy Orbison or Everly Brothers so, oh, that's like more soulful yeah but just trying to keep that I love that um, it's just like the, the, the 50s lyrics and the naive sort of romance of mm. all of it and how everything's so achingly heartbreaking and if someone won't be with you you'd rather die and all that kind of thing <laughs> I've just been enjoying exploring those sorts of sentiments with the songs and those sorts of chords and working in that way so that's sort of where I'm headed that's fair then. So I guess like a, you know, I, I kind of have to ask this now. So who would you say then have been your strongest influences in the last sort of five years? Yeah, I mean, Elvis a lot. I love Elvis. I love Frank Sinatra. I love Roy Orbison. Just crooners. So many crooners. That's really been my thing. I, You know, I, when I started playing with Miami Horror and we were doing that years ago, I was really into Prince and it was electro funk and that was what was going on and that's mm. what we were all inspired by. I guess because we'd come out of doing, you know, like alt rock and been really into the Mars Volta and all that. That was yeah. the early 2000s and mid 2000s. So I kind of got burnt out on that and then got really into pop and funk and then I did that for a really long time. So now I'm just really into crooners and I guess I'm in my mid-30s, my voice is getting lower and lower and it's just way more comfortable to sing in that register, more like how you talk and more croony and, I don't know, it just feels right. So I think I'll be there for a while. Fair enough. Well, I think I think that sounds nice, <laughs> truth be told. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's sounding, it's sounding good. I'm enjoying all the new songs that are coming together. I've got a producer in L.A. that I'm working with He's an Australian guy. He's been over there for a few years. Um, his name's Tony Buchan, and we've been making this new record together. So, yeah, I love going over there. and I still spend quite a bit of time in Los Angeles working on albums, and some of the, the Miami Horror guys are there. We still do a few things together, and there's just a lot going on there, so I'm sort of back and forth between Melbourne and L.A. Nice. Well, I guess... Oh, I'm getting a bit of echo. Okay, no, chill. Sorry. Um, yeah, so... Um... Do you have a favorite song from Romantica, something that you um, feel particularly proud of or a, a creative endeavor that you particularly identify with on the album? Yeah, I think in terms of chords and movement and everything, that's, you know, that song, Virgin Girl. The one song that I sing, actually, it kind of came to me in a dream, Those that first bit of chord and melody. I remember waking up, must have been a few years ago now, and I just heard that 
that melody and those chords and I had to quickly grab the guitar it's like this bubble that's floating but it's very very tenuous and you've got to be careful not to mm. pop it when you when you start plucking away at the guitar if you hit the wrong note you pop the musical bubble so I had to very very gently find what those chords and in my head but I had to suddenly make them exist in the real world and I found that and so then it sort of the, the lyrics Virgin Girl were what came to me in the dream like okay not something that I would, <laughs> I would have come up with um, in my own sort of in a, in a day awake state so I had to try and figure out okay what's that going to be about now now we have to write a song about that but I found that I just kept exploring the chords and came up with this idea of a young woman sort of awakening I suppose like 13 or 14 years old or something and just starting to find their sensuality and sexuality but writing it from the perspective of the man I don't know it just seems quite different to me I I can appreciate that well I think then um, I might have to play that one for you go do it please yeah heck yeah well it's it's been really nice to talk to Joshua talk about your process and your style and where where you're going from here Romantica is out um, everywhere Um, if you haven't already checked it out um, hopefully the two songs that we have played will endeavour to check it out Um, thank you so much uh, Joshua what would you say to any people on the line here who are thinking listen to your music or thinking of delving into instrumental stuff yeah give it a go I don't know what else (laughs) I need to say Um, I think yeah I'd most people I know who have listened to it have been very pleasantly surprised. I don't know, I guess it feels nice. It's different from, I'm not saying that I'm doing something completely different to anyone else or it's, you know, like you're some sort of on the vanguard or whatever, but uh, I think you'll, you'll enjoy it. And your mum and your dad and your grandma will enjoy it as well. Surely. Well, thank you so much, Josh. Um, <laughs> I guess all that's no left to say is... Um, uh, his Virgin Girl from the new album um, Romantica. If Thank I can you. actually get this thing to play, but you know, it's a it's a slow process here on Student Radio. But um, here we go. It's all good. The last time I was there, I think it must have been, geez, like 2000. I think I did an interview with you guys with my old band. Oh wow! Twenty years ago. Well, here's the here's the here's the anniversary then I think, and here we go. This was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.